All right, let's try this again. We're going to have to kick it old, old school here. It's still my favorite part of the week because I get to talk to manager editor of Fandango.com, Eric Davis. Eric, thank you for bearing with us throughout these technical difficulties and be willing to uh, do this super old school over the phone. Shocking. A a phone can be used as a phone. It's crazy. Exactly. Not a problem. Excited to be here. Well, we you guys had an exciting weather night last night. I'm just glad you guys are okay. There's so much devastation, New Jersey, New York. Uh, glad to hear that you're safe, though. Yes, yeah, I am doing good. But uh, it was it was wild. The, the rain, I think, it hit us harder than uh, anybody was anticipating. You know, the weather was like there's a lot of rain coming, uh, and then there was a lot of rain. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Uh, doing well. Some of, some of those scenes look straight up like a Roland Emmerich like disaster film. Some of the scenes that they yeah. showed. It's like, is he on? Is he in New York shooting another disaster film with the water filling up the subway there? No, but his latest. But you would, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because the latest Roland Emmerich disaster movie actually released its first teaser trailer <laughs> this morning. Did it really? Uh, it did. It's called Moonfall, and it's about the moon falling out of the sky. Um, and so, yeah, so um, a little bit of a real real world Roland Emmerich movie to deal with last night, and then an actual Roland Emmerich movie debuting a teaser trailer. Today it comes out uh, early next year. Well, speaking of coming out early next year, let's start. There are some movies that uh, yesterday announced once again a shifting of release dates. Uh, talk a little bit about those movies and how you go about keeping it all straight there at Fandango. Yeah, the big Tom Cruise movies. Unfortunately, Top Gun Maverick, which was due out this November, has now moved to Memorial Day of next year. I actually, just before this, gave my father that news, and he was pretty devastated. He had not heard it yet. He is very much looking forward to seeing Top Gun. Um, and then the Mission Impossible movie, the next one, Mission Impossible 7, uh, which was coming out Memorial Day of next year, has now moved to September 30th of next year. Uh, so both um, two Tom Cruise movies, really, within uh, within a few months of each other, mm-hmm. um, coming out. And uh, and then Paramount also moved uh, the latest Jackass movie, the last Jackass movie, to February 4th of next year. So uh, Paramount just moving all of their movies out of 2021, uh, mainly because they are exclusive to theaters and they want the best the best opportunity uh to play around the world for a global audience and 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 at least paramount they feel like that opportunity uh is is better next year than it is this year so with all these movies being well not a ton but more of them moving back uh are we going to see what we thought we're going to see this summer where just a rush and people not as worried about what they're competing with in the box office once things kind of return to normalcy and we'll have a backlog of movies almost? Well, it depends. You know, I think there's we're in a moment where some stuff is moving and then, you know, other studios that have their big movies really have to make a call here and say, do we move or do we stay put? Uh, a lot of eyes are on that James Bond movie, No mm. Time to Die, uh, as well as the Venom movie, which already did move a couple of weeks. Uh, but at all, all you know, all eyes are indicating that those movies are coming out. Uh, the James Bond movie did announce a September 28th uh, premiere in the UK. The Venom movie just released a new poster, and 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 they're all you know going forward with their new release date. Uh, we have Shang Chi, the Marvel movie, out this weekend. 
they have not Eternals. Uh, the Marvel movie yeah. coming out in November has not moved. So, you know, I think it's going to be hopefully instead of everything moving, which is what we saw last year. <laughs> right. Maybe they'll just be a couple of big movies that move. Uh, but then we'll have other big movies that are coming out. So that's that's the hope, at least that there's still a significant release slate coming out. And then I, I tweeted out yesterday uh, the current calendar for re- movie releases. And you can take a look and see what it looks like. We're done with uh, Eric Davis, managing editor of Fandango.com. We did get uh, some news that Disney liked what Jungle Cruise did. So that's going to get a sequel which are we going to – it's hard to determine because we don't know what box office is anymore. So something must have internally told Disney, obviously they've done well in the box office with Jungle Cruise. But are we going to see maybe – I don't want to say less sequels, but there's going to be more going into choosing which movies do get sequels going forward? Yeah, I mean it's a good question you know, because it's you have to sort of reevaluate what success is when it comes to a film these days. Because you know, especially something like Jungle Cruise, which was in theaters – but then also available on Disney Plus for a $30 fee. Uh, I, you know, Disney is seeing enough, at least, from that film uh, and how it's performing uh, to warrant a sequel. Uh, you know, if we look at what the films that did do well this summer uh, in, in this environment, they were, you know, either highly anticipated horror sequels like Candyman, which just opened pretty well, or Quiet Place Part Two, or those big you know, adventure movies that are good for everyone, for all ages. And so, you know, that's a Jungle Cruise, a Black Widow, an F9. You know, all of those films did well, uh, all of them part of continuing, you know, franchises and universes. Free Guy also doing very well, also getting a sequel. So, you know, I think they they are taking it one project at a time and, and looking at both the theatrical returns as well as what what it's doing at home. And uh, and saying there's enough there uh, to warrant a follow-up. Shang-Chi, you talked about exclusivity with Paramount moving some of these back. Uh, Shang-Chi becomes, I believe, the first in the agreement that Disney has about a 45-day ex- uh, exclusive window being in theaters. So it being a character that people may not be all that familiar with, is it going to be judged probably more harshly than it should if box office quote-unquote numbers aren't what they think it should be? Well, you know, it's actually kind of smart that they put it on Labor Day weekend. Um, a lot of, historically, Labor Day weekend is a, is a weekend when not a lot of people go to the movies. And so when Marvel Studios put a movie on Labor Day weekend, a lot of people kind of look like, really, is that what they want to do? Like, cause nobody goes to the movies Labor Day, but it was actually smart. Because they said, you know what, we're going to own a weekend Mm -hmm. that historically isn't a big weekend, and we're going to set a record. So I think that you're going to see, at the end of this weekend, Marvel Studios setting a record for box office on Labor Day weekend. So uh, I still think it's going to do well. It's selling a lot of tickets. Um, not Probably not as well as Black Widow, but I think it's going to be a record breaker for Labor Day. It looks, visually, it looks outstanding. And I love, once again, it shows that Marvel is willing to take risks and expanding and to bring in different characters, different ethnicities into the Marvel Universe. Yes, this is the first Marvel movie with an all-Asian and Asian-American cast. Um, And the martial arts work in this film is extraordinary. And it's some of the best that, uh, some of the best action fight uh, choreography that we've seen from Marvel. So um, I definitely think take a chance on it. Um, see something new. 
uh, and uh, and welcome this character into the universe, as well as how it moves forward the larger sort of multiverse narrative that we're following right now in Phase 4. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it seems to me that this one, Black Widow was almost kind of a throwback of kind of almost feeling giving Scarlett Johansson one last go at that character. This feels like the first in the newest chapter of where Marvel takes its franchises going forward. Yeah, this film is set after the events of Avengers Endgame, unlike Black Widow, which was a prequel. Uh, this one is is pretty much as modern-day Marvel as you can get. Uh, and so this is going to kind of show us you know, how this multiverse is going to play in while introducing this new character, while bringing in a new world. Uh, you know, the Ten Rings organization we've been hearing about since that first Iron Man, mm-hmm. um, because that's who uh, Tony Stark got wrapped up into, uh, was those Ten Rings. And so, you know, and then Iron Man 3 kind of threw us a ruse with the Mandarin, uh, who's a <laughs> comic book villain. So how does this movie then sort of readjust that framing and and what is the Ten Rings organization? Uh, Now we finally get that movie. This is a character who fans have wanted to see on screen for a long time. Uh, And uh, I love the, just the fight style. Uh, You know, Jackie Chan's longtime collaborator, uh, stunt wise, a guy named Brad Allen, who actually passed away earlier in August. Uh, He, he choreographed this film. It was one of his last films. So you will see a lot of fight that reminds you of, of Jackie Chan and some of those classic martial arts movies. And so if you're a fan of that kind of fight style and that work, definitely go see this film. We're talking with uh, Eric Davis, manager at Fandango.com. Do want to get your quick thoughts on Keanu Reeves' 57th birthday today? What's your favorite uh, Keanu role? I mean, he's got so many of them now. He does have so many. And I am, I am greatly anticipating that matrix trailer uh, for the new matrix trail. I feel like that's going to drop any, any time now, there is a new Matrix movie coming out this December. But uh, my favorite Keanu, God, I you know I feel like I like funny, quirky Keanu in Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. I love Catherine Bigelow's Point Break movie. Oh um, God, yeah, that's and, a great you know, one. I mean, Johnny Utah, <laughs> Johnny Utah, you know, uh, and I mean, you know, Matrix and John Wick. I think you know, I I, I hard to give you one with, yeah. with Keanu. Um, but I would say those four <laughs> encapsulate uh, sort of the way that I, I enjoy his work. Eric Davis, Fandango.com. What else you guys got going on at uh, Fandango currently? Uh, we have, I think we have some various specials going on. We have a bunch of end of summer stuff uh, going on on Voodoo as well. Some sales. I think there's a big Marvel sale going on right now. So if you're in a Marvel mood, go over to Voodoo. Uh, collect some titles, watch some titles, um, and uh, and yeah, and uh, we have I think tickets also are on sale today for *Malignant*, which okay. is the James Wan movie that's coming out uh, next weekend. So uh, you can uh, snatch that up uh, starting today. Excellent. Well, appreciate your time as always, Eric. Stay safe. Uh, have a wonderful Labor Day weekend, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. You too. That is Eric Davis, manjaderfandango.com. So uh, gracious with his time being able to join us here on the program.